This episode of Chop is brought to you by DrawYouPicture.com, where you can get a logo or whatever drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out, see what I've done for others, and see what I can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Also brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. Hey there, Head Chopper. This is Chop, an XCOP podcast. And we want you to join our team. This show only stabs you if you're bad. Hey there, Head Choppers. Welcome to Chop Episode 2, the official fan cast. If you can be official of an of a, of a, of a awesome webcomic. This is, uh, like I said, Chop brought to you the week of May 5th, 2010. This week we're broadcasting from the Uniplanet. So, uh, so uh, John, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. I was, yeah. Uh, this is John Steinklapper. I'm James Kennison, and and we're uh, we're trying to work our way around this uh, giant horn sticking up out of the ground. Yeah, you know what? I, I feel one growing on my head now. I just feel smarter being here. That it so, it, it, it is a, a side effect of living on the planet. You become smarter. Hope hopefully, nobody will decide to hurl me at any nearby planets because I don't know if I could stop that well. Yeah, that's true. I, I would not want to be fought. Once I hit and struck the planet. No, no, <clears throat> that, that would be bad. Cause if, that is, if they would fight a baby, then definitely would fight me. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, then you don't know about Axe Cop. Axe Cop is a web comic. It's over at axecop.com. You need to check it out and then come back and listen to the show. All right. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. Hey, uh, we've got a lot of stuff we're going to be doing today. We're going to be reviewing and uh, kind of going over and adding commentary to episodes two, three, and four, and also Axe Cop. Number two. Well, why aren't you going to the current ones, James? Those like seven ones released since your last episode. Well, that's because the archives are going to be here. And I'm thinking about people in the future going back through. There's a possibility that a few folks are going to be introduced to Axe Cop after they've heard this show. And I want them to hear the stuff in order. Okay? So, whatever. Get a life, geek boy. Hey. Right. Let's Sorry, do, that was me saying that. Oh, okay. Let's do this real quick. Um, you know, um, oh man, you know what? What? Oh, I'm such a slacker. Hold on. What'd you do now? I didn't do anything. Like press record? No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I did that. I just I I did all the segments except for the first one. So now we're like a goofball show. That's awesome. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. Hold on. Well, we could blame it on a, a show number two. This is actually show number one, folks. Here we go. <laughs> All right, you ready? Let's. Just, I'll edit that out, and then we'll jump back in. Let's do a little bit of this. Meanwhile, inside a nearby swordfish. All right, it's time for news and updates, and um, that's what's going on nearby. Hey, uh, there was a ton of updates this week on XCOP. The boy, uh, Ethan, really jumped to it, and uh, I counted seven since our last show. Seven updates. Yeah, man. It's huge. That's it was awesome. like a week and a half ago. And we got introduced to Lobster Man. Oh, yeah. Who is only mostly lobster. He is also African-American and dog-like, apparently, as well. Yeah. So I don't know why he chose to side with the lobster side of him. 
but uh, we'll 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 talk more about that later. Hey, there's. I, a, I have. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I have to be honest. He released one just just this evening about the history of lobster meat, <gasps> and I haven't read it. I'm sorry. Oh, I haven't uh, either. Oh, well, don't tell anybody then. I didn't know. <laughs> I was getting busy, you know, putting the show together. Yeah. Well, uh. it, he talks about how apparently he talks about how Lobster Man came about. So I am looking forward to reading that. Okay. If you're hearing anything weird in the background, that's my wife running water and doing dishes and all kinds of stuff in the background. So usually she doesn't do that. But Axe Cop doesn't matter. And so it's a show that we can do <laughs> in spite of her. Um, it's okay though. Anyway, uh, there was also a downloads page added, um, yes. to axcop.com and you can get, uh, wallpapers and several icons that were put together. So I think that's oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, I may even have a few of those myself now. So, oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Axcop definitely, um, took and, and dominated my wall, my desktop for quite a while. The 3d logo one specifically was really cool. Yeah. So. Those are cool. Like that. Hey, um, also, there's a video that was posted on the site, and it's actually at uh, chopcast.com as well. A, a uh, single band member, I guess he's the entire band, he made a video of himself playing a song uh, that he wrote about Axe Cop. And it's actually really, really, really good. And I wish I could hear it, you know, as a studio mix. I wish I could download it as an MP3. I actually posted and asked if that was going to become available because he's playing it like in a Mennonite youth group or something um but Mm -hmm. the the band uh whether he's one man or not is called hooray for gooba and for gooba uh, yeah you need to check out that song if you haven't yet get on the website and um and and watch that video you can look it up in youtube i'm sure too but anyway hey it's time for this yeah we don't want to do anything to scare your children that's the last thing we want to do cop talk it's time for cop talk where we review and add commentary to your favorite uh episodes of Axe yes. Cop. So we're going to do two, three, and four today and try to blow through them pretty good. Uh, and, as, you know, if you're waiting for episode zero, you're going to have to wait until it's chronological order, which is after, my friends, after uh, episode four. So we'll be doing zero, five, and six next week, okay? Yep. It's kind of like a prequel, sort of like Lucas did with, you know, whatever those other yeah. crappy Star Wars were. So, but. in my opinion, Ethan needs to stick episode zero where it's supposed to go in the timeline, but... 4.5. Yeah, yeah, but uh, whatever. You know, it's but he's the boss, so yeah, we, he is. We, we will follow. <sighs> All right, so looking at Axe Cop number two, uh, you know, feel free to follow along at home. In order to be more powerful, Axe Cop and Dinosaur Soldier needed... Uh, they held more tryouts. Yes. Tryouts are very important and happen almost constantly. Anytime they need someone, they have tryouts. I love the yeah, logic. Bad guys abound, so you've got to have more tryouts. Yeah. And and as you recall, Dinosaur Soldier last week actually was Flute Cop, but he got some dinosaur blood on him and yeah. became yeah. Dinosaur Soldier. He did. And he's lost weight even since the last panel of the last comic. If a lot has gone on. They probably did some serious head shopping. Well, yeah. I mean, he probably did some workouts and then some tryouts. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I love how the desk is called Axe Cop Desk. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> that. You know what? I I, knew, I just noticed for the first time, uh, Soldier, uh, Dinosaur Soldier has dog tags. He sure does. That he, that's because he's a soldier. That's right. He also has a heck of overbite, too. Yeah, well. I like that. Um. 
and and I want to say in this particular panel, Axe Cop looks like he's wearing a nurse's hat <laughs> with a star on it. So, and his axe is is actually hatchet sized again. So, yeah, I uh, I appreciate that. Um, so anyway, so he's asking, "Who are you?" And next panel, I'm Telescope Gun Cop, and that is probably the coolest thing ever. I got to be honest, I like Telescope Gun Cop. I like his mullet. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, he looks like he looks like Axe Cop, except he's he, he exactly he really he does. doesn't have a hat. He's got a mullet. He's like one of the guys that works behind the desk. Yeah. And yeah. When he shows up. You well, know, he's a he's, fellow cop, and I was surprised when when he you know doesn't become part of the team. And it's not that they reject him so much as they just get busy. You know, because yeah. in the next panel, obviously it says, uh, but just then Axe Cop suddenly thought about the evil. Sidrozon, and he says, "We'll continue." Yeah, Sidrozon. We'll continue later. Sidrozon is outside, and notice, um, uh, Dinosaur Soldier has flute and machine gun in hand. Yep, he's ready to. He's ready for some action. He is. Um, but uh, back to panel two. Telescope gun cop. His telescoping gun apparently allows him to shoot people from across the street directly in the head. <laughs> that would be a heavy gun. It, it looks almost like uh, an actual um, monocle, not monocle, but one of those spy glasses kind of things that like pirates used to use. Yeah, like a telescope. Kind of collapse. A well, spy yeah, glass. I, yeah. I thought they had a different name, but I don't know. No, just, no, no. they they don't. So <laughs> it, it, it honestly it looks like a telescope. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of close to one, yeah. Uh, it actually looks a little bit like a hairdryer um, at the part where he's holding his hand, or a squirt gun. But, you know, it's for a five-year-old. But I love the idea of a telescoping gun, even though it's totally impractical because telescopes get bigger as they extend. So, um, you know, the, the the bullet would kind of, you know, have a lot of room. Lose to, velocity. To Maybe it's like around. a muzzle. It's a telescope muzzle gun. No, it, it's a telescoping gun. There, there's no other need to explain anything about it. It's just, it is what it is. Sidro? Sidro? How do you say it again? I call him Sidrozon. Sidrozon was a giant robot with two swords and one eye. Because when you're a giant and, robot, you need swords. And, and he looks a lot like something from Power Rangers, I got to be honest. Yeah, it's a Power Rangers mixed with that one-eyed guy from uh, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, Plankton. <laughs> yes. He looks like Plankton. plankton. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He really does. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think I need more than an axe for this. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. His Sidrazon is huge. He's like chopping a building in half. People are flying sword. around. Man, Axe Cop has the tightest of pants on too. <laughs> See, I didn't notice that. I just did because he, they're shiny somehow. There's a, there's a gleam going on, and uh, yeah, again, the the axe is downplayed. It is a stick now with a little tomahawk action on this, on the end there. Sidrazon, if you look closely, there's actually a person being cut in half, right about mid blade. Oh, oh, there is. And blood. There's gush going coming out of him. So that's pretty cool. That was unintentional, I'm sure. Oh, of course. We're, we're making that, yeah. So suddenly, um, Axe Cop has a baby with a unicorn horn coming out of its head. I need to use Unibaby. 
So explain to me, John, where Unibaby came from. I mean, we don't know at this point. Later we do. But did he have – I'm seeing his pants in the previous panel. He did not have this baby stuck in his pocket. Well, my guess is that Unibaby was hanging out on the other side of Dinosaur Soldier because we can't see that far into the frame. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe Dinosaur Soldier has one of those like these baby backpack things and he just had them stuck back in So there. you're saying the origin of Unibaby is that he was he was birthed out of a fanny pack hanging off a lizard man. Oh, I thought you meant where did he come from? No, I, I did, I, I, I but could, the origin of him in this comic, you're saying, is that he started life as a character in a fanny pack. That's okay, because the next episode, apparently, we I mean the next episode, the next uh, shot here, we, we see that Unibaby does not wear diapers. Not in that particular shot. Uh-uh. He's, he's pretty much all natural. Yeah, yeah. he is tossed at. Cider's on. Um, he's hurled towards him, and uh, it's unfortunate. You can see the uh, the little, baby's derriere, little little, little crack. crack. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he looks quite shocked to have been thrown. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know I'm saying he. I believe Unibaby is a girl. Actually, that I believe you're correct. Yeah. Actually, I shouldn't say believe you. You are correct. Yeah. So Unibaby <laughs> saves the day, stabs the uh, the big old giant robot in the eye. But guess what, folks? After the robot head explodes, the robot may be dead, but Cydrazon the whole time was controlled by Pretzelhead. Uh, by the way, who I hope makes a comeback. We haven't seen him since this. Um, and Axcop, uh, oh, you know why? <laughs> Didn't he chop his head off? Yes. <laughs> That's why we don't see him again. Uh, John, did I lose you? Yep, dead gummit. The robot may be dead, but there's Pretzelhead inside, and and uh, I, I realized after you dropped off why we don't see Pretzelhead again. It's because two panels <laughs> later, <laughs> Durr, uh his Ted's gets chopped off, but Pretzelhead apparently uh, has no arms and legs, and uh, to compensate, he looks kind of like a sock doll. He does. He looks like Sockering's twisted half brother or something. Uh, he also wears glasses that are in the shape of a pretzel, which would mm-hmm. be very uncomfortable. I would imagine, because there's one little part that crosses right over the bridge of your nose. You kind of have to go through your nose. Yeah, yeah, like a piercing. He also has a logo. Um, would stink to be a pretzel head. Uh, yeah. He can turn his head into a pretzel, which is very convenient for chopping. And, and honestly, this is the first panel when I saw this. It's kind of uh, twisted, the art style. Yeah. You know, there's random hair. There's There's skeleton teeth. It's kind of not gory, but just kind of macabre. And I, I knew that's when uh, this was going to be a fun comic. It wasn't just going to be <laughs> when I mean because it was cute kind of before that. But then yeah, chop and pretzel heads heads flying off. You got blood and gush coming out, and um, it's awesome. But it's 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 more like butter. That's what I pretend because first time I saw that panel, I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of that's kind of intense." Yeah. I mean, I know his head is a pretzel, but still, it was a dude's head just a minute ago, and uh, and you see the stuff squirting out the top. Well, it gets worse because <laughs> in the next panel, Axcop and Dinosaur Soldier takes over the robot suit, and Dinosaur Soldier is eating the pretzel head. <laughs> yeah. Starting with one of the eyeballs. Yep. So that's great. And the stuff. other eyeballs just kind of looking looking at him like what. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. And uh, Axe Cop has nothing to apologize for. He is now in control of a giant robot, and uh, all is good. 
So uh, then, then we've got poor old, uh, you know, forgotten telescope gun cop. What about my tryout? This is where he is shunned. I don't need you now. I got a giant robot suit. But, <laughs> and this is where you realize he's really a sweet guy. But even my, my gun even has a flashlight. Yeah, he's got a tear coming down. <laughs> Two of them. He's so sad. I, you know, I, I think he should have mentioned that earlier. You know, not only I'm telescope gun cop, my gun can telescope and has a flashlight. That would do it right there. I think that would have got him in. Yeah, he probably should have mentioned that first. So he didn't get to join Axe Cop's team, so he started a team with a naked female Unibaby. Unibaby. Very weird. Who, who was not harmed when the uh, Cydrazons had yeah. blew up. I think that's important. That is important, because mm-hmm. baby's apparently indestructible. That's that's a very important thing. Uh, but Dinosaur Soldier is like chowing down on that dude's head, though, for reals. Yeah. It looks good, though. I'm kind of hungry. I don't even know that I noticed that until this show, that he was straight up eating, just chawing down on that head. But uh, I think that's good. He's got to be hungry. And I like the fact that Cydrazon has roller skate feet. Yep. Or actually big wheels. (laughs) Uh, Got that tread going on. All right. So now we're we're at number three, Axe Cobb and Dinosaur Soldier. They needed to make some money because their gun bill is very high. And... uh, they needed another job. Because, yeah, apparently chopping heads does not pay the bills. So, no. so they got a job at, at the fruit stand. At the fruit stand. It's uh, Tom's, it, apparently. Tom's fruit stand. They sell all sorts of sale today on bananas, even. They sell uh, papayas and lemons, cucumbers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they could also eat free fruit. And, and a dinosaur soldier has lost even more weight. Yeah. So uh, Axcott eat, eat, eats a lemon, and I want to say Axcott is so tough, he he eats the rind and all. He eats it like yeah. an apple. He's just munching on that. He does, and his hat has shrunk, so that's cool too. I'm not picking on the oh. art, by the way. I just think it's I think it fits so well with as the character develops and uh, the randomness of uh, of the kid who. Is obviously, uh, you know, letting this stuff out. So, yeah, uh, Axe Cop eats a lemon. Dinosaur Soldier eats an avocado. Now, is avocado a fruit? Where did the avocado come from? Ooh. You know, I don't I don't know. Is avocado a fruit or a vegetable? I don't know. Chat it, room? It, it, is it? it? It hangs on a tree. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the definition of fruit. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But uh, all of a sudden, avocado caused the avocado caused Dinosaur Soldier to turn into an avocado that could shoot avocados out of his hands. Mm-hmm. So he becomes Avocado Soldier, and he gains all his weight back. His arms shrink to a hideously small size. He looks like he has Leaf Man's arms. <laughs> and I believe he has turned into a Haas Avocado. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know. I only know one name of an avocado. <laughs> I didn't know there was more than one kind. Yeah. Who did I allow to be on my show? Good Lord. It's avocado connoisseur. Anyway, uh, yes, sir. Axe Cop becomes Axe Cop with lemon. I love that. He just has a little lemon wedge stuck on the edge of his of his axe. That's the only change that he that came over him. I love the, the, the whole thing that if you get blood splashed on you, you become part of whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And then um, if you eat something, chances are... You're going to be shooting it out of your hands. Good possibility. Yeah, I wish that happened in real life. 
I don't because I eat a lot of junk food. I well, lot, maybe I do. I eat a lot of <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, and I could find, <laughs> find a lot of uses for that, especially when it comes time to feed my own kids. Dad, bah, 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 bah. We're, we're at the zoo, you know, we're bored. They're wanting, to, they're wanting me to, you know, we want to feed the ducks. Cost 50 cents to feed them some kind of monkey chow. I'm just like, no, kids, I'm going to be everybody's hero. Pow, I shoot out all kinds of bread. Ducks are coming in from all over. People are cheering. My children love me. <sighs> I would eat candy bars so I could shoot candy bars out of my hand. Yeah, but imagine if you were sleeping and, and you kind of slapped your hand across your mouth. And you woke up mm. dead because your throat is chock full of candy bars. <laughs> it wouldn't happen to me, man. I just eat them and swallow them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't mix into some reality into my fantasy here. Uh, Sorry, that's okay. So anyway, one day a telescope got cu- uh, gun cop and Unibaby come to the fruit stand, and they come with a starburst, a big sunburst. We don't want anyone yeah. any trouble, and and there's not going to be any trouble because telescope gun cop has teamed up with a Unibaby. See, and Unibaby yeah, apparently needs to be fed and burped. Yep. Because he's, he's feeding Unibaby a bottle. And, and you know what I like about this? Is Unibaby has the same expression on her face as she had when they hurled her towards <laughs> the uh, Cydrazon. So do you suppose that's her shock that we're seeing sp- spewing out from, the, from their body? You know, this gene kind of sheen thing. <laughs> I mean, who knows what's in that bottle? I mean, Telescope Gun Cop, you know. He, he, he hardly looks fit to be absolutely you know, care of a baby, but yeah, I mean, I love Bruce Campbell, but he, he I wouldn't let him take care of my kids, and that's kind of what this guy looks like. He looks like a balding, skinnier, more mullety Bruce Campbell. <laughs> who, uh, who, Bruce Campbell's who I would want to play uh, Axe Cop, by the way, in a movie. So, matter Tell of fact, that'll be seeing. that'll be a great topic for future episodes. We're going to go through and uh, and We're- and cast an Axe Cop movie. That'd be cool. Yes, Absolutely. that would be awesome. So, uh, Axe Cop and Avocado Soldier are pretty sure t- Telescope Gun Cop was up to no good, even though he claims all he wants to do is buy these apples. The ones he came to buy these apples. The ones he already, you know, has bagged. He did it with one hand, apparently. Well, you notice the the stand behind him. It's a random fruit. It's just like all random fruit thrown in there. Just some melons and the bananas and looks like some potatoes, <laughs> which I'm sure is not a fruit. It's a tuber. I love that random fruit. I didn't see that. That's awesome. There's all kinds of little things in in and out. But uh, he's, and, and he whispers to Unibaby, who apparently can understand English, even though she's a baby. He says, let's take these apples to the secret lab. Okay, this is the first time we know that there is a secret lab involved. And he has yep. one. So... And for some reason, they have to go there to eat the apples. We don't know why. What what was going on in the mind of a five-year-old? I don't know. But uh, they went back to the secret lab, and they ate the apples. Unibaby apparently doesn't uh, can eat solid foods. Yeah, because in that silhouette of them both, they're crunch. munching down on some apples. And he's not holding Unibaby. I want you to notice that, too. Yeah, he's not. Unibaby he's is apparently of- has suction cups on her belly button or something. I don't know. Maybe her nips have... <laughs> Suction cups. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Unibaby has powers beyond our belief. So anyway, they, they suddenly, for no reason at all, grow apples. Uh, apple hands that can shoot apples. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm curious as to how they function with apple hands, but as we'll see, they 
they don't use them very much. Well, apparently another side effect of, of having apple hands is if you're a unibaby, you can suddenly levitate in midair next to your, your partner. That's right, because there they are with that starburst again behind yep. them. And and got the same look. Unibaby is constantly in awe of everything that's going on and <laughs> constantly disrobed. Uh, one small thing. If you look at, uh, in this panel, if you look at uh, Telescope Gun Cop's teeth, his, mm-hmm. his teeth do not split in the middle under his nose like normal teeth. He actually has a central tooth, and then the teeth sprout out from that. I just think that's really cool and sets him I apart. Didn't, I didn't notice that. That's It works for him, though, right? It does. And Unibaby's belly button is, is grotesquely high on her body. So mm, I, maybe that's that just is, how they roll in Uniworld. You know, I guess the horn growing out of the top of the head kind of offsets some of the other things. So Maybe so. Maybe so. Axe Cop and Avocado Shoulder, they decide they got to go to Telescope Guns Lab. So they found a map in their file of maps to Bad Guy Labs. So uh, it's really nice to have that at your fruit stand, just in case. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess they never did leave the – well, yeah, they never did leave the fruit yeah, stand. Yeah, it doesn't so. say. So uh, maps to I bad like guy labs. And in, in the file uh, cabinet above the maps to bad guy labs is, is all the weapons. All the weapons. So they've got them categorized. They are they are a sharp crew. Well, and they have it all in one drawer, so they're apparently very small. You know, they have a very small writing Apparently that they're writing down stuff, but well, I thought that was just their catalog. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, but the, yeah. but there's a lot of weapons out there. If you have all of them in a list and you're only taking up one file drawer, it means you write very small. Mm. Anyway, they follow the map to the lab, and uh, and, it, and on the back of the map it even says "Map to Telescope Gun, gun Cop and Unibaby's Lab." I, I want to point out that they apparently are psychic map makers because they had this map in their file before uh, they ever met Telescope Gun Cop, knew he would turn to evil, and before he ever hooked up with Unibaby. So. I think they just have some good researchers on their team in the background that we don't know about. You know, they're like those those people that you don't know that they're there. I don't there, know, man. There. I don't know. You just have to go with what's on the page, and, and there's nothing there. Um, I don't know how they knew that there was something going on. That's the thing. I mean, Axe Cop apparently knows that they've eaten these apples and their hands are apples. because well, they knew they were up to no good. They're hunting for them. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway, It's time to go find them. They found and threw a whole bunch of avocado and lemon grenades at Telescope Cop and Unibaby. I love that. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Unibaby's being struck with avocados. Yeah, and this is the first time we actually see Unibaby with pants on. Yes. And um and and without the same expression. Yeah, she looks uncomfortable. She looks like she's hooked onto his belt somehow. Yeah, but uh, that's that's for another show, I guess. But uh, I noticed the apple hands have absolutely no use at all. They're they're not even firing back. No, they're just hideously underprepared for this. So Telescope Cop and Unibaby were destroyed in a large blast. Um, there is, Boom. Yeah, there's a telescope gun flying. There is a there's a, a, a very large uh, unicorn horn flying around. So. Yeah. But uh, and 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 I I gotta I gotta admit I was actually kind of sad. Yeah. Because I was hoping that maybe maybe Unibaby, you know, maybe there's a chance for Unibaby to turn good again because well, obviously she helped them. How did she become Cybersong. bad? She's I, not bad. 
You're only as good as the company you keep. And yeah, she she's a baby, out. though. Well, she's not anymore. I don't know. Because the, the, the lemon grenades and avocado grenades blew her up. Well, so anyway, they get back. Bad guys have stolen all of their fruit, even the random fruit. <laughs> and so no by, by all of the bad guys, they all got together, apparently. And the best thing they had to do with their time was steal fruit. So mm-hmm. Axe Cop and Avocado Soldier, they use all the maps and they go get them all. So that's the end. That's yep. all you need to know about that. Yep, and they got a stack of maps. Uh, Avocado Soldier is carrying a stack of maps. You know, it's, what see, I like is that he still has his glasses too. Oh yeah, it's dark, but we're gonna wear sunglasses. I uh, I also want to say that it would probably make more sense uh, in the future Axe Cop for you to maybe possibly have one map and then just dot where all of the uh, bad guy labs are. You know, that's not a bad. Or maybe they could even get an iPad with all the maps on it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I, I think it could work. I think there's better ways than carrying a stack of them. Um, I also want to point out, too, when you turn into an avocado, your clothes disappear. And and it's okay oh, yeah. for you to be naked if you're an avocado. So That's true. If that ever happens to you, cho- head choppers, um, and you become an avocado, you can walk around. And it also expands the size of your glasses automatically. So that's that's a bonus. It is very important. To remember. So Axe Cop and Avocado Soldier, well, by the way, we're on uh, number four, which is our final. Number four. Uh, they, they, they went back to the smoke. Okay, so this is after they went to every bad guy's house and took care of business. Uh, they went back to the smoke, and they hear a baby crying. They found Unibaby, who had survived the explosion because of her magic horn. But the mm-hmm. horn had been broke off in a blast. So, <laughs> so, and there she's crying. Avocado Soldier, who is a who is a uh, apparently a um, expert on unicorn horn power, decides that that is too much power for a unicorn baby to have. That's true, but it's just enough, just enough for him to have. And you know, I have to I have to personally thank Malachi for not letting the baby end in such tragedy. Oh yeah, yeah. That so thank you. He's a good for kid. Letting him live. Yeah, because there's a lot of death. Because Telescope Gun Cop, there's no sign of him. No. But the baby made it. So, uh, yeah. It, and it's it's unicorn horn magic. You know, unicorn. It, it works. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, he put it on his head. Um, I would, I, I got to say, if uh, if I was putting a unicorn horn on my head, I would want to take a little bit more care than, than, than you know, or Avocado Soldier did. Because you never know if, if it attaches slightly off center. That totally mm. ruins the coolness factor. And yeah. How, how annoying would that be? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I mean, you just kind of stick it a little to the left, and everybody's like, oh, that's cool, but uh, yeah. They'll be asking where the other horn is, because they'll think he's a, a dual-horned character. Also, if you're not a backsleeper, you're going to really hate having a unicorn horn. <laughs> you're going to have to sleep on... It would be tough to sleep, wouldn't it? Yeah, you'd have to sleep on one of those butt pillows when you have hemorrhoids or whatever. <laughs> It has a, the, the donut, you know? So just think about that, peeps. Okay. So uh, this baby needs a family. It's time to get this baby a family. And, and Unibaby finally has a little bit of a different expression. She's finally smiling. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they, they go to the adoption agency. They give uh, Unibaby to the Choward and Goward Snowward family. Choward and Goward Snowward. 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 I always said Snowward. I don't know. Maybe what it's you... Choward and Goward Snowward. That's true. 
So there are two parents that at one time had a thousand children, mm. but they all died of a deadly cough caused by eating too much. Oh, and you wouldn't think that because they're such a slender looking family. Yeah, I know. You know, Choward and Goward. I'm not sure who is the Mr. If it's Choward is, is, is the guy. Yeah. I, w- I would assume because of the typical way that, yeah, it would be Choward would be the dude and Goward. Would be the, but Goward does sound like the more masculine of the two names. Okay. Maybe, maybe, so that's it's, what maybe it's Showered. Showered? Yeah, it's C-H makes ah. a sh sound sometimes or a ch. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe right. I'm stretching there. But Showered would not be a good name because it always sounded like you just got wet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm voting against that. But anyway, she's parent. We're parents again. They're thrilled. They have a baby with a hole in the head. Um, they don't think to ask why there's a hole. They don't think to look over at uh, this avocado that had a baby. With yeah, them. an avocado carrying baby. You know, they're not even surprised at all by the fact that there is a very large avocado with a unicorn horn. Yeah, but the the adoption sunglasses. the adoption lady seems to be very aware of it. She looks worried and she appears to be praying to avocado Yes, center. that's true. <laughs> Perhaps she is afraid for her life. So, I don't know. And I want to say that Goward, she does look a little hefty now that I'm looking at her. She has a double chin. She has oh. fat lips. Well, they had a thousand. I mean, she had a thousand kids. You <laughs> That's true. Give her a break. <laughs> How many sets of multiples would that be just to get them out? You know, uh, Octo Mom's got dumb. nothing on this lady. That's right. Octo Mom. <laughs> it's like Decamom. I don't even know. How many? How many? What's a thousand? A kilo? Yeah. Kilo Mom. Kilo Mom. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. So, uh, but but Avocado Soldier, we give him a hard time, but he he's using his powers for good. And he, yes. and much like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he puts his hand on her shoulder. Lights are shining. All 1,000 of your children shall live again. Plus 2,000 million, million more. <laughs> and by the power of the horn, the Snowward family had gone from a thousand dead kids to two billion, one thousand and one alive kids. And it was too many kids for the earth. Amen. It's, yeah, it's a lot of too I think we have too many already. So, you know, I know I have two in my house and that's way too many. Yeah, that's, that's more than I can handle most of the time. So we, he, he created a snow planet off the edge of the earth that's apparently between us and the moon. So uh, mm. that would be very close. And and it's nice. I guess it's snoward, you know, so they got a snow planet. It's pretty cool. And uh, so he also w- wished for a large supply of snow shovels so that, you know, kids, you, you were just created. So now get to work. Start creating houses for you to live in. Your parents can't do it all. So... John, did I lose you again, buddy? Yep. Dad gummit. Oh. Yes. Hey, buddy. Okay. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> yep. Sorry. Uh, Next fine. time I'll get home in time so I can reboot this. That's all right. Doggone machine. That's okay. <laughs> so yeah, the kids are hard at work. They were just created, but they're working. They're they just here's some shovels. But one day, hey, they find a snowman and a tree. And the first thing they decide to do is poke it. Okay, that's what that's what you do. Yeah, if I if I was on a brand new planet and someone, you know, had created a a uh, snowman, yeah, I'd poke it. So, but apparently it's a bad idea because once you poked him, the snowman came to life and started eating the kids. Yeah, he already had his hat on, so you know he's not related to Frosty. No, no, he uh, 
He's eating a child right there. And, so. it, and it almost is kind of scary and grotesque, but yet at the same time, quite humorous. Yeah, it is. It's hilarious. Because what, what's the snowman's stomach like anyways? It's just like getting buried in snow Well, a that's bit, what I was right? going to say. You're, you're, getting, you're just getting slushy, you know? Yeah. It's like being swallowed by a skeleton. It's, it, you're going to fall out the bottom. No biggie. And he doesn't appear to have teeth. Now, the tree no. has teeth, but he's just a really bad singer. Really annoying songs. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming that, that it's that So This Is Christmas song by the, the Beatles guy. Because that, that <laughs> is Lennon. easily the most annoying song of all time. So <laughs> this is Christmas. La, la, la. I hate that thing, man. So in my opinion, that's what the tree is singing. So. I, I, there actually is a, a singing Christmas tree, and I think you like you go to Cracker Barrel or something. Yeah, I've seen that on the thing. Holidays, and they've got that. And I think that must have been the inspiration for Malachi here, because <laughs> those things are really annoying. He probably just got finished with uh, going to Cracker Barrel, and he must have seen one of those ridiculous trees. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> matter of fact, one of those one time was in a, a guy's bathroom when I went over his house, and. It's, <laughs> It started singing, and it scared the crap out of me, which was very convenient, <laughs> actually. It's convenient. You're in the right place. So uh, all this is going on. Uh, obviously, um, Mr. Uh, Char Choward, or whatever his name is, he uh, tells their dog, Ralph Wrinkles, to go get Axe Cop. And um, much like Buzz Lightyear, he is strapped to a giant rocket and sent to the Earth. Go get Axe Cop. And you know what? I got to say... This the introduction of Mr. Ralph Wrinkles is one of my favorite things because Ralph Wrinkles is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he he seems to be enjoying a lot of uh, fandom. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't think he should because he's awesome. I don't think he should talk. Well, I think he should be like R two D two where he, he he mumbles or and then people interpret what he's saying. Um, yeah. So anyway, he he returns and uh, with Axe Cop and Avocado Soldier. And there's dead kids laying everywhere. The dog is barking. But I want to point out that the child that's being held by the snowman appears to be thrilled by it. <laughs> he does. I don't think the kids are dead either, by the way. I think they just uh, passed out. Oh, from passed out from the, the singing, right? That's got to be it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Axe Cop is also wearing a see-through tie. It's very clear. Oh, it is. Did you see that? Yeah. So that's an interesting thing, but uh, it's it's it, everything's going to be fine because Avocado Soldier has his flute. Has yes, his he flute. does. Well, with Much one like mighty swing, what what what? Much like the Pied Piper. Yeah, well, one mighty swing and um, Axe Cop, who whose whose axe handle apparently can change size at will, because it is now the length of a of a full on shovel. Uh, mm -hmm. He chops off Snowman's head and melts it down. With his flashlight, I love that that uh, panel too because all the kids in the background are just like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> they're watching and enjoying. All, all two billion of them, <laughs> two thousand million <laughs> and one. I love that. So then, uh, then they chop down the tree. The avocado soldier holds up a magnifying glass, and they burned him with a flashlight too. So they super concentrated right in his forehead. Yeah, I love that part. <laughs> it looks like the tree's still singing. Somebody needs to go to uh, Cracker Barrel with a magnifying glass and a flashlight. I bet you could find all three of those elements 
around December at the actual Cracker Barrel. Take a picture of you attempting to kill the tree using the same method. Make a video and James will draw you a picture. Stop it. I, I, I'm not. You're not going to put me out there like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't draw. <laughs> so as a token of their gratitude, the Snoward family gave their pet dog, Ralph Frankles, to the heroes so he could be their yes. new police dog. And so there you are, the origin of uh, Ralph Frankles. But apparently their favorite baby is still, favorite child is still uh, Unibaby. Who has actually has a different expression in this frame. Yeah, and is cross-eyed. And actually this looks, one. the way she's held up there, it looks like mom has her hand shoved up the baby's back <laughs> like a puppet. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. I think she's hollowed the baby out. <laughs> oh, man. Using it. Hey, it could happen. So that horn on, on Avocado's head is growing, by the way. Yeah, it, it is a be. bit taller now. A lot taller. If had, I mean, it's twice the length of, of the baby it came from at this point. But uh, using his horn again, Avocado Soldier wished that the dog could talk. And uh, we never know what this important mission is. I'd love to know. Maybe one day somebody could do an Ask Axe Cop on this. But uh, he says, I know of an important mission. And, and, and i got to say, in this frame, this is the hero frame. This is what yep. I envision them walking out in slow motion yep. and some awesome driving music in the background. They all got their sunglasses on. In fact, even Axe Cop has uh, a lemon on his axe. Yep. He's still Axe Cop with lemon. Yep. And then Dog says, I know an important mission. B-Dude17 in the chat room has has an interesting theory that possibly the horn grows as he wishes for things. Oh, much like Pinocchio telling lies makes his nose grow. Yeah, it could be. Good call, B-Dude17. Absolutely. Hey, we've been talking about the chat room a lot, and we'd be amiss if we didn't mention it right before Axe Cop. Ask Axe Cop. uh, We get into that one. Uh, Every Wednesday night, 10 o'clock p.m., in the Eastern Time Zone, you could join John and I as we chop through our favorite uh, episodes of Axe Cop. And uh, you could join us right here at chopcast.com slash live. And uh, you could chat with the community, hang out with us, and uh, it would be awesome. So let's jump into Axe Cop uh, number two real quick. And look at here. And the question is this. Dear Axe Cop, have you ever been in love? And this one's there's a motion comic for this one too. It's yes, really it's good. on the first uh, the first motion stuff. But we're introduced to um, Axe Cop wearing a cat suit at night. So <laughs> I th- I want to say that I thought only ladies did that. Um, this is the first time I've seen a uh, you know a ninja costume. Yes, but I guess you can't wear a ninja costume when you're killing ninjas. No, if you're five, that doesn't make Especially- sense. You might kill yourself on accident. I mean, Axe Cop has killed for just a bad look on their face, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Well, but, he knows. He knows. He knows because he knows if they're bad or not. He can tell just by smelling. Well, he knows because of their front kick. That's true. But if they're sleeping, like, uh, we shall soon find. Well, he has maps, though. Anyway, he says, I'll never be in love. <laughs> I work all day and all night as an Axe Cop. Night is the easiest time to kill because bad guys are asleep. So I have no time for love. Typically, I sneak into the rooms at night wearing a black cat suit. And then clock, which is the answer to our uh, trivia question from last week. Yep, last week. This, clock. This is why I have never and will never fall in love, Axe Cop. Now, I want to just say this. I want to break out of the, the world just a little bit. I love 
Um, I love that this is the answer to this question because you ask a five-year-old boy <laughs> if he's ever going to fall in love, the answer is no. <laughs> That's right. I would rather wear a cat suit and kill bad guys than fall in love. <laughs> cat suit has a tail, too, by the oh, way. Oh, it does. It has ears. It has a zipper. It, it, it is not quite <laughs> as form-fitting as his pants. Yeah, in episode two. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently bad guys sleep in their costumes. Full on. Yeah. I love that. I think that's a good thing. Full on. <sighs> and, uh, and uh, you know, I I don't think that the bad guys ever die. You know, just like any good oh, movie. Oh, come like on. In the come on. They never die. What? The heads are being chopped off. Yeah, but they come back somehow because in, in, you are in, such was a it, episode, slacker. In episode three, they went and took care of all the bad guys. Oh my gosh! Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, we're gonna find over and over again the entire world is freed from bad guys over and over and over again. So That's yeah, because they don't die. <laughs> <laughs> they don't die. They multiply. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah, well, in the world of Axe Cop, there is no need for explanations. If there's there, as long as there's bad guys to kill, Axe Cop is going to be there to kill them. Matter of fact, I think bad guys just appear from nothingness just by the sheer fact that Axe Cop needs to kill them. It's almost like, like a Chuck theory. Norris thing, you know? Yeah. Ooh, who we'll get to see later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that was kind of a sellout, but. Teaser. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the outcome but it was good. Me sad, but yeah. still good stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, all right. So that that's our that's our uh, in depth, um, you know, uh, cop talk segment there. So we're gonna move right on over to one of my favorite parts. Tryouts. Axe Cop Trivia Question of the Week. Hmm. All right, so last week we asked you, what sound was made when Axe Cop wearing a cat suit kills a bad guy in his sleep? What's the answer, John? Clock. Yep, you get clocked upside the head, and that's enough to kill you. We had 13 correct answers, by the way, to that last week. Wow. It's pretty good for a first show. Yeah, and, I didn't uh, even know we had 13 listeners. <laughs> got quite a few more than that. But uh, randomly selected from those was Tyler Patterson. So email me, Tyler, and um, we have no good prizes because we are a poor, simple episode two podcast. Um, But what I'd like to do is go ahead and just read a message from you on the show. Um, Or if you have a blog or a podcast of your own or even your Facebook profile, whatever you want to pimp on the show, just email me at that same address that you sent the last one in. We'll make sure and give you a shout out on the show. That'd be awesome. We're a shout out show, just like middle schoolers and stuff. So, okay. So this week's uh, trivia question is this, what chapter and episode was Simon Pegg, the actor Simon Pegg referenced and how was he referenced? So there you go. You can send in the answer to chopcast at gmail.com. And just in the subject line, put tryouts or something like that or trivia. So I'll know who you are. Uh, and speaking of which, you can also send your own trivia questions. Stuff's hard to come up with, and I'm not very smart. So uh, send your uh, trivia questions to chopcast at gmail.com. It can have anything to do with the comics, with the behind-the-scenes stuff, ask, uh, ask Axe Cop. It could have to do with uh, the characters, the, the artist, the writer, you know, anything like that. So uh, send those in. And you know what? If, if, um, if we use yours, we'll mention your name. It'll be awesome. You'll be famous. 
It'd be great. Yeah. All right. As so famous as Simon Pegg. Yeah. Do you know who Simon Pegg is? I do. Okay. I do. Because he's like I I have a I have a crush on him. I just want to tell you. <laughs> you got a a man a man crush. crush. On Simon I Pegg. do. The guy is hilarious. I love him. He's, um, oh, what was the name of that zombie movie he did? Oh, come on. Shaun of the Dead? That's my yeah, that's favorite movie ever. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to see it. Oh, you need I'm to come over young. to my house. It is great. <laughs> uh, it's my guilty pleasure movie. I'm telling you. Hot I Fuzz. Like hot fuzz. Yep. I, I did not like the one where he runs, but anyway. But he was great in, uh, in uh, Star Trek. So loved him in that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, let's read some of the, uh, some of our emails. They turned out to be emails. So yeah, that's the sound of aliens. Because uh, you remember the kids that the uh, the Bam Magera or whatever the heck it is, uh, the ten children that fought. Yes, the they, ten tur- they turned out to be ben aliens. Magera. There you go. I don't know. I misspell. I miss said Ocarnia or Ariocarnia or whatever. And dude, I got so many emails and texts about that when I referenced uh, the 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 stupid uh, what was it the video game with Link in it. Oh yeah, yeah. How, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Oca- I didn't play that. O- Ocarina. I think it's Ocarina or something like that. But uh, whatever. That sounds too much like Macarena. I know. I'm the kind of one that does the ocarina. I'm the one that... Hey, 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 ocarina. Sorry, I should have stopped. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's read through these and close out the show. Love the show. You guys did a great job. Thank um, you. For the always shift, I have an idea. Perhaps a look into what the character's other jobs would be, if not fighting with or against Axe Cop, including, if not especially, the main man himself. Keep up the good work. The answer, 42. Yeah, I like that idea. The always shift is probably just going to be one of those segments that we never fill. It's going to be the mythological thing, kind of like uh, it'll be random shift. It'll be random shift. Oh, random shift. <laughs> the random, always shift will be a random. E- the random area. fruit uh, segment, but yes, I think it's just going to be a, a, a forever elusive, kind of like Duke Nukem Forever. You know, it's just, <laughs> I think I was in high school when that thing started, but. Anyway, uh, thanks, uh, The Answer 42. Uh, Kyle D. writes, I want to say I'm not a podcast fan, but I love this podcast. So now I'm a podcast fan. <laughs> so thanks, Kyle. Appreciate Way it, man. Go. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to spread spread the love of podcasting and Axe Cop. So Eric E. from Knoxville, Tennessee says, great podcast, fellow head choppers. And John yeah. says, y'all are doing a great job. I can't wait to hear the next show. Best of luck to you. So thank you. Thank you guys you. can send your feedback and stuff to me, not John, um, <laughs> to uh, chopcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We might eventually get a phone number so you can call, but why? What do you, you know, you don't want to call us. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, again, if you have an idea for the always shift, uh, send it in. First one to, to, first one to get a good idea wins. You win yeah. nothing, but you win. You win not getting your head chopped off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not uh, send in a request, I will chop your head off. Or if you don't send in an idea for that, that would be that would be rad if we could. We'll chop your head off. That'll be your prize. You'll get the honor. <laughs> so, uh, I have that too. I'll chop your head off. 
Yes. I'll chop your head off. I got, oh, you I'll chop your head times. off. That's right, man. He's not <laughs> so yeah, um, let's. Uh, I think it's time. I, I hate to to leave the show so quick, but you know, it's it's been an hour. So let's go ahead and do this. I pray for the sharks. It's time for our closing prayer for the sharks. All right, sharks lose their teeth, Lord, and uh, I don't know. They I find them on the beach, and I just want to pray that that the sharks would regrow a new line of teeth and they would continue to be able to eat bad guys and bad fish and, and not mermaids though, because they're nice and may the devil be thrown in the lake of fire. Amen. Amen. I pray for the sharks. That's right. So do we. We're just trying to find, follow the gospel of Axe Cop. So, all right. Well, I guess that's us, man. I guess that is all she wrote. It's time for us to consider getting out of here. I'm trying to find my closing sound here. Parting is such sweet sorrow. It is. It's so awesome. (laughs) It's okay. We'll be back next week at 10 p.m. Yeah, that's true. We will. Well, I guess we're going to have to leave with no song. I can't find my dumb song. (laughs) It's so great. this is really episode zero. Here it We're is. We're practicing. All right. That <laughs> come. Ah. All right. Till next time, guys. Uh, check us out, chopcast.com. Of course, go over to axcop.com and check that out, too. But that's not our website. We're just unofficially affiliated. Not really. He'll chop your head off if you don't go and email us your feedback, comments, whatever. Chopcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter, NLCast, okay? I know I told you Chopcast, but I got too many Twitter accounts. So I want <laughs> you to help me out. Follow me at NLCast uh, on Twitter. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. So right here uh, from uh, the wonderful slopes of uh, the Uniplanet in the shadow of the giant Unihorn, uh, this is Chopcast. See you later, Head Choppers. Adios. <laughs>